What if healing cancer didn't have to be so overwhelming and confusing? What if you could access a higher level of consciousness to accelerate healing? And what if you had a clear roadmap to follow, a path to lead you out of the fear and uncertainty? Hi, I'm Dr. Katie Deming. As an oncologist who's cared for thousands of patients, let me guide you safely through the fog. My Six Pillars of Healing Cancer workshop series is now available, and it's not too late to join. Choose from a range of powerful workshops, each designed to support your healing journey, covering nutrition, emotional well-being, hydration, physical practices, the mind-body connection, and spirituality. Select only the workshops that align with you, or for a limited time, buy the entire bundle and enjoy significant savings. Don't miss this proven holistic roadmap to clarity and deep inner calm to support your healing process. Check the link in this episode's description to learn more and sign up today. Remember, you've got this. You're listening to the Born to Heal podcast with Dr. Katie Deming. On this episode, we are doing part two of empathy and compassion. And on this episode, I'm going to dive into what does it look like to actually be compassionate versus empathic? And how do you intentionally choose the way that you want to show up for yourself and your loved ones. Stay tuned. Hello. Okay, so on this episode, this is going to be a follow-up to the last episode that was Empathy and Compassion Part 1. And this is Part 2. And what I want to dive into is giving you some tools around how to practice this. Because there are times that we want to be empathic, and there are times that we want to express compassion. And what I would like for you is to really recognize the difference which hopefully the last episode was helpful for that. So if you have not listened to the first episode on empathy and compassion, please go back and listen to that one. But on this episode, what I want to do is highlight some examples and also give you some tools to make a determination about how you want to show up in your relationships and in particular circumstances. So it's interesting that I'm going to start with another parenting example And I think actually parenting, especially teens, is a great time to practice compassion and that it can be actually really challenging with teens because they're your children and you want to protect them and, and you feel the things that they feel. But in order to be effective as their parent, I find myself leaning into compassion quite strongly. So I'm going to give an example that was with my son and he's now in college, but this was when he was in high school and he was interested in giving this speech at the end of, uh, for graduation. And he wasn't chosen to give the class speech. And at the last minute, he said to me that he had been asked to give a welcome speech. 
And I was thinking, oh, that's great. You know, he wanted to speak. This is a good opportunity for him. But it turns out that he had been told that the, I I don't know who it was, an administrator had said, you know, we realize that we don't have much diversity in the program and that we would really love to have you give the welcome speech. And of course, I don't know exactly how this was said to him, but this was the gist that he received. And my son is half Indian. Um, I'm Caucasian, but my son is half Indian. He was mad. He was really upset about this and that he said something like, I'll show them, you know, I'll, you know, tell them what the token brown kid is, you know, what it means to be in a, you know, mostly white school with a token brown kid and that he was going to, he was upset and just talking to me, but saying, you know, I'm going to, you know, let them know what it's really like to be the token brown kid. (laughs) And I was like, okay, what do I do here as a mom? Because clearly I feel for my son, but at the same time, I realized that I have a job to do right now. And my job is to help him. And so I intentionally decided not to lean into empathizing with him, but instead leaned into compassion and the desire to help or serve him. And just to go back to the last episode in terms of the definition. So the definition of empathy is to feel someone's emotions or pain and empathy is the desire to help or serve. And so in this, I was clear that my role was his parent and I wanted to help him, you know, come to a decision about this opportunity slash situation. And so I said to him, I said, you know what, if you decide that you don't want to give this speech, that's totally fine. I I will 100% support you. If you decide you don't want to do it, that's totally fine. But if you are going to give this speech, you are not going to make everyone who is attending the graduation suffer because they have no idea what's led up to this. And and this was the decision of the administrator. So if you don't want to give the speech, that's fine. You can tell them that, but you're not going to inflict suffering on this whole graduation class. And it's also like a time of celebration. And so I said, you're going to have to choose how you're going to show up because people don't know what went into the selection or why you're there. The only thing people are going to remember is how you made them feel. And he was so mad at me. He was like, you don't get it. You're, you know, white, you don't have a clue and just left and and didn't talk to me after that. And I was worried. I was like, oh my gosh, I have no idea what he's going to say or how this is going to go. But at the graduation, he gave a lovely welcome address, super respectful, super sweet, and 100% the kid that I know and love. And what was interesting was that the boys who gave the like official speech actually used it as an opportunity to bash on the school a little bit through like talking about education with COVID. And it was not super respectful is the best way that I describe it. And my son said after the graduation, he said, you know what? I'm so glad that I did the speech the way that I did. And 
I was kind of embarrassed for the boys who gave the official speech. And then I received lots of messages that his speech was the best of the night and that he was, you know, just so sweet and gracious. And that was an example of where I had to really lean into compassion versus empathy. Because if I had jumped into his situation and feeling bad that he had been, you know, chosen only because of the color of his skin. And and honestly, I'm not saying that that's really what happened. This is just the way that it was presented to me as a mom. And, but if I had jumped into that with him and been like, yeah, you're right. Like you've been wronged and, you know, this is horrible. And that would not have helped him. I had a job to do. I was his mom. And my job was to serve him and to guide him and to lead him. And if I had jumped into empathy, I would have been of no service. And so this is just an example of the difference between empathy and compassion. And there are times when you want to just empathize and your job is not to serve or guide, but there are other times where your job is to serve or guide someone And you want to be, number one, aware of the difference. And number two, you want to intentionally choose how you show up. What I want to have you think about is that if you have someone in your life who is struggling, so say you have a friend or a relative or someone very close to you who is experiencing an illness, a loss, they need your help or support. What I want you to start with is by asking yourself, do I need to be of service and guidance to this person? Or do I just need to be empathic and give them someone to listen and really sit with them in what they're experiencing? And there is a role for both. But the other thing that I want to make sure you're aware of is that if you're there to empathize, you need to have good self-care and recognize that you may be taking on this other person's emotions so that when you're done with this conversation, how are you going to clear that? And how are you going to walk away from it so that it hasn't weighed you down? Like I talked about in the last episode where I just let patient after patient emotions start to weigh down on me. And pretty soon I couldn't hold myself up. So you can empathize with someone that you love, but you want to make sure that when you walk away from that conversation, that you think about ways to get back into your own power and recognizing, okay, I felt those emotions. That was not mine. That was theirs. And you can leave that and step back into your own power. And I will do another episode on how to kind of manage energetic boundaries and really not just protect your energy, but clear energy um, so that you are not weighed down by something that other people are experiencing. So the way that I like to think about this is that if I have a friend who comes to me because they have cancer or they've lost a loved one, those are the most common things that I I I get asked about because as an oncologist, as you can imagine, anyone that I know who ends up having cancer or has someone close to them that they are close to losing or they do lose, I'm often 
contacted to support them. Or if I know that this is happening, I choose to support them. And so the first thing that I do is I express my love and desire to help. And then I stop and I say, is my goal to serve or is my goal to empathize with them? And I will just tell you that most of the time now for me, unless it's someone very close to me who really just needs to talk something out and be heard, my job is really to be compassionate and serve. And so for me, what compassion looks like is that I stick to things that I can help with. So if someone is, you know, either dealing with cancer themselves or they have a family member who has cancer, I look at the things that I can really help with that are strategic without getting down into the pool with them. And I provide those things. I intentionally stay out of feeling bad for them. You know why? It's like this doesn't help them and it doesn't help me. So feeling bad for someone who is sick or is going through a tough time, it doesn't help them. And I know that just from being around this so much. I'm, a, I'm around cancer every single day. And so I know that if I feel bad for that person because they have cancer, that's not helping them. And then it actually is not only not helping me, but it's possibly harming me by putting additional um, feelings, emotions on myself that are going to impede my ability to do my job. And then the other thing that I will do, and this is something that you can do if you want to, you know, do something. If I think that it's hard for us to go from feeling, you know, and, and really empathizing with people to not doing that anymore. And so one way that I energetically help people as well is by imagining holding an intention of them being healed. Or if you pray, I think prayer is another way that you can do that is sending them a prayer. But I send the intention of imagining them being totally healed and at peace. And so these are ways that I practice compassion versus empathy. And that I really reserve empathy for very select cases, just because I know I'm an empath and I'm going to take on other people's energies and feelings if I allow myself to get into that space. And I recognize that it requires a lot of work to backtrack out of experiencing other people's pain, discomfort, sadness, and that kind of thing. So I hope this is helpful for you, but what I would love for you to think about is what is my goal here? If someone needs your help or support, stopping and saying, is my goal here to help and serve? Meaning that I want to offer compassion or is my goal here just to truly empathize and sit with them and have them be heard. And you can do a little bit of both, but I really want you to recognize that those are two different 
ways of supporting someone else. And that you can also do the same thing with yourself of offering compassion for yourself. And I will do another episode later about self-compassion and doing that well, because that deserves its own episode. So that's what I wanted to share with you today on empathy and compassion. And I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Take care. Hey, this is Dr. Katie Deming, and thank you for listening to the Born to Heal podcast. If you've gotten value from today's episode, I'd love for you to share it with your friends and loved ones. Help me create more impact around the world. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram or Facebook and visit katiedeming.com for more information on how to work with me.